0: It lo- ties in very nicely to my next guest, Roseanne Cahill, who is in studio uh, on World Menopause Day. You haven't seen the play yet, have you? But I think you're going to go on the basis of that.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I'll definitely go not to see it. Yeah, for sure. And as a matter of interest, like,
0: a subject like menopause, even to be the subject of a drama or a TV or a film, is it something that you would welcome, Rosanne?
1: A hundred percent. I think it needs to be brought out there, you know, and publicised more and, you know, take the taboo out of it out of menopause because you know it's a symptom it's it, it's something that all women are going to go through in their life um, had I known I would have assumed that it was much later in my life that that was going to happen Um, Up until a few years ago, I didn't even know what perimenopause was. I didn't even know it was a thing.
0: Can you define what perimenopause is? So
1: perimenopause can start any time from, you know, late 30s into your early 40s. And there's several symptoms. Hmm. Um, uh, When I say several, there's up to about 40 symptoms. I think I got about 70 of those. (laughs) But um, the impact of that, it starts very subtly. You know, so my first, I suppose, symptom would have been hair loss. You know, you know, clumps of hair, literally, you know, I wasn't pulling my hair out, it was just falling out. Um, You know, then there was, you know, other symptoms like fatigue, brain fog. You feel like, you know, your career that you have up to date, you suddenly don't know how how to do it anymore, Mm. you know, and that was very impactful. Um... Then it moves on, you know, my monthly cycle changed, Uh, I ended up having to um, go in and have fibroids removed and ovaries removed and that brought me then into surgical menopause. So from there then it really started, it's like 47 years of sweat glands had built up and started to just pour out of me with hot sweats and hot flushes. The biggest thing for me, I think, on my journey was the anxiety. The level of anxiety that I felt. The lack of self-esteem. The panic attacks that came out of, literally out of nowhere. um, You know, and it was my husband that kind of said it to me. Maybe this is, maybe you're going through the menopause. When I was in perimenopause now. Right. And I was—I just said, well, it couldn't be possible. Have, have we
0: clarified for those who are not familiar the difference between menopause and perimenopause? Okay,
1: so perimenopause is symptomatic. You can have it from between 3 to 10 to 15 years prior to menopause. So menopause is when your periods have stopped for a year. Then you're in, you know, it's kind of one day. Menopause is really only for a day, technically speaking. Obviously, it feels like it is so much longer. But then you go into post-menopause when your periods have stopped. And um, But it's the perimenopause, I think, that really needs to be emphasised for young women who haven't, who don't know what's happening to them. Right. Where symptoms are creeping in and they're like what's going on for me it was like what is happening to me i'm just i felt like i was losing yeah. myself my own identity what
0: about your creative cycle if you're going through per- perimenopause how does it impact on that so on your um, on your menstrual cycle yeah exactly the ability to have a baby
1: oh well um yeah well you can still obviously once you're ovulating you know you can still reproduce and have children but you know Because women are having babies later and later in life, they could, you know, have their children and then be straight into perimenopause. So for me, my cycle became extremely debilitating for a few years now this would happen and I'd come home from work and I would be a funny shade of green almost with the pain and that was fibroids and it was, you know, cystic ovaries and all stuff that I would never have associated, I just thought it was a medical issue Yeah, I would never have associated perimenopause as part of this, do you know and um, yeah, until I went into menopause as such I, I didn't recognise uh, I suppose that The changes were happening, you have a level of, there's almost a level of there's so many symptoms, you know, rather than going through them, you can look up symptoms on a symptom tracker. You gave
0: a menopause symptom checker. Yeah. Should everyone have one of those?
1: Well, I think all women, you know, Mm. um, who are experiencing symptoms should definitely, absolutely look up, you know, a symptom checker and Mm. just go down through it because when I found that, it was like a piece of gold. I was like, oh my god. Tick, tick, tick. For, yes, I had it could also
0: to, explain that you you might be fearful of something else. Absolutely,
1: yeah. and that's what happens because you don't know what's happening in your body. You know your your mind starts to race. You know you start to kind of
0: because there are a lot of these symptoms could be associated with, with other, other
1: medica, medical issues. Yeah, everything yeah. from
0: multiple cirrhosis uh, to motor neurons. There's that's a, right. there's a lot in those symptoms yeah. that would would concern you. 100%, yeah, hundred
1: percent. Yeah, and the brain fog and hmm. you know all of that. Not being able to speak, not getting your words
0: out, do you know forget i have a lovely text in and ah. it says i 'm delighted we are now talking about this i 'm a man, I grew up with my mother going through a very bad menopause she didn 't get out of the bed for four years, she only got out of the bed to feed us to get us to school i 'm now going through it with my wife. It takes a toll on the entire family, especially the partners, not just the individual. Um, can a man call these numbers? That's my question. I'm not going to name myself. I don't know what he means by that. Can a man call these numbers? Um, basically, what advice do you give to partners of women going through this? So
1: this is where it comes down. And I remember having a conversation with my dad um, earlier on this year about you know the impact you know for, for my mom at the time, and he wishes now that he would have known a little bit more about it. Hmm. So for men for children i think it's really important to to you know deliver that service of education yeah. that this is what's happening this is how to support your partner you know because women become very can become very insular yeah. through the perimenopause stage partners then or husbands think that it's something to do with them whereas they can't communicate what's going on for them because they don't know
0: yeah, they don't know. But how do they cope? What What advice would you give to men who, who whose partners are going through this?
1: Have a conversation. Be very yeah. open. Be understanding. Understanding, yeah, yeah. Support them. You know, when your wife partner comes home and she's absolutely wiped out from fatigue, just recognize that. And you know. Um,
0: even something by m- making a cup of tea.
1: Making a, Something as simple as that, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Just being there and... and Even I let her watch Strictly Come Dancing.
1: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> well, we
1: might. We, we, we I'm only joking. Not get away with that. I've no
0: saying and when Strictly yeah. Dancing comes on... <laughs> Out of the room, please. Off yeah, I go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, Look, yeah. you talked about perimenopause, uh, and you can have symptoms before your periods have stopped completely. Oh, question: absolutely. The question I wanted to make was: Can you still conceive if you've left it late to have a baby? You start to go through a perimenopause. Can you can you still conceive?
1: Well, yes, you can. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, if there's medical issues surrounding that, um, that's something you'd have to take up and speak to your GP about or your gynecologist mm-hmm. about. But yes, you can. Absolutely. All right, uh, look, the
0: symptoms, have you gone through all of those? And you've differentiated between both for me, haven't you? Menopause and perimenopause. Yeah. 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 There's early menopause as well.
1: There is. There can be, you know, um, women can be induced into early menopause if they've had, you know,. Um, Certain if chemotherapy can induce menopause, uh, other medical issues. um, And again, you know, having hysterectomies, that's obviously you're straight into menopause at that stage, unless you still have your ovaries. So if you're still producing oestrogen... that will slow down the impact of
0: that. Removing the stigma, having the conversation. Both you and Lorraine are really emphasising this today. And Helen says, Alan, I went through hell when I was going through menopause. I did not know what was wrong with me. My GP put me on HRT. I was like a new woman. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that basically, today, if, the, if you get one message out today, Roseanne, isn't that the message? 100%. Have the conversation. Have
1: the conversation. You know, look at your symptoms because women are presenting to their GP and they really don't know what they're presenting with. Yeah. You know, generally speaking, it's, you know, it's the aches and pains. It can be the anxiety. It can be the depression. Um, that's what I would have presented with because that was the only thing I could recognize that there was something wrong, yeah. you know. And it's about minding your mental health, physical yeah. health, emotional health, and spiritual health I've an even
0: stronger comment in for yeah. you Rosanne well done for starting the conversation on the morning mix about menopause great to hear all the information from someone who thought she was going mad so this poor, this this listener yeah. hadn't a clue what was going on uh, and now uh, already this morning perhaps has created down to the likes of yourself and Rosanne yeah. or, or okay. Lorraine I should say yeah. yeah
1: so that's where I went that's where that's where my journey took me because you know in the depths of the darkness and that's what it felt like for me yeah um, when I started to come out of it and educate myself, I recognized that I wasn't actually going mad,
0: yeah. you know. And is that the way the way that listener described it? Is that the way you feel well, as you, if you're you going really mad?
1: You really do, you feel like you're losing your marbles, like really, because, yeah. And I, be, I would have became, become very insular, yeah. you know. Uh, social anxiety was a massive thing for me. I would get up, you know, go to work in the morning, you know, drop the children to school, um, come home to the children, and that was basically it. My my level of social life just diminished completely.
0: All right, let's get the main message out there. Yeah. There's an event coming up. You want people to participate there is, in it. Where yeah. is
1: it? So um, I'm collaborating with South Southwest Wexford Family Resource Centre, and we're uh, hosting an event for um, menopause on and everything menopause, the education around it, on the twenty sixth of November. Yeah. So what that will entail? It's a uh, three hours of an afternoon. So we'll do some mindfulness, some menopause, perimenopause education, and just have a good laugh. You yeah. know, start the conversation, get get women together that they can then go back and say to the husbands, "Well, this is maybe what's happening to me." So everybody can recognise it yeah. and educate their children around it. Like my children now, they call me kind of sometimes they call me mental men meno men mammy you know, they just, yeah. but it's important. You have to have a
0: sense of humour as Absolutely. well, don't you? Get you through it.
1: That it's not the and an end. And un- an
0: understanding of Strictly Come Dancing.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> That's the one, Alan, yeah. Uh-huh. Great, yeah.
0: Great to talk to you, Roseanne. Just one quick comment, please, on when to contact your GP.
1: Um, I would suggest, you know, look through your menopause tracker. If you're feeling levels of anxiety and depression, you know, um, hair loss, all the symptoms, if you have any of those, then get in touch with your GP. But, you know, it's about informing you having your information to present to your GP because they're not, you know, GPs, they're not mind readers. They can't kind of know what's going on. So it's about us being able to communicate our symptoms, you know, to the GP and then take it from there.
0: Thank you so much, Rosal. Thank you, Alan. Come back to us maybe in November will. again just to uh-huh. remind us about that event.
1: I certainly will. I think end.
0: I think a lot of the listeners tuned in would appreciate that. Very so good. I'd love to invite you back in late November before that event.
1: Lovely. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Thanks, Thank you very much.